Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi there. I am so glad you're here. And welcome to episode eight of She Coaches Coaches. Today, I'm continuing on the journey of explaining my five-part Confident Coaches Success Framework. You've come so far with me here, and you've learned a ton. And today, it's time for part four. I use this framework with all of my clients and even with myself, and I do it to get better results. It helps me reach my goals and to feel better all along the way. I originally wanted to call this episode A is for action, but then I realized it was more important that you knew that not all actions are created equal, which is my way of saying staying busy just for the sake of being busy can be counterproductive. Now, before we dive in, I want to thank you all of my early listeners who took the time to leave a review of my podcast on Apple Podcasts. I know it's a little bit of a fiddly process and leaving a review takes some effort. And to make it worthwhile, I offered a free draw for two $50 Amazon.com gift cards. I did that draw last week and I've notified the winners already. They've got their gift cards and they're super thrilled. It was really exciting because I love giving gifts and I am so grateful for these reviews. Plus, it's really exciting for me when I get that little notice that someone has left me a review. Over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to share some of these reviews with you. This one is from Saya Shaw 25543. Now let me read it to you. She says, Candy is an awesome host who gives wonderful, clear advice. I love the five tips she gave because they're not only useful in coaching, but they're incredibly helpful in real life. If you're looking for useful tips that are going to change your life for the better, deaf, give it a listen. And so true that two people can view a situation in completely different ways. And we can choose how we perceive things and the way we think in a powerful way. 
So thank you so much for leaving that wonderful review. And I'm glad that the information is helpful for you. And you know, this part about it, uh, helpful in real life, that's kind of one of my things. We do coaching and we do strategy and I want to help you build a coaching business. But all of this stuff is good for all parts of your life, real life. Okay, so now we're ready to talk about this fourth pillar, the pillar of action. But before we go there, let me remind you quickly of the five components of this framework, just so that you're caught up. I'll pop the links to the other episodes where I talk about the other pillars in the episode description. You can always check those out later. Use this Confident Coaches Success Framework everywhere. Learn it here for your coaching business and then use it and apply it in any other area of your life. It's completely universal. Learning how to create results that you want and how you can change your results that you're getting by managing your thoughts is kind of like finding a treasure. It's one of the biggest contributors to my growth and meaningful success. So here they are. The five components are, number one, accept what is. Accept where you're at right now, who you are, be kind to yourself, and accept yourself, love yourself the way you are right now, because you're more than enough. Number two, it's always a thought. It's always your thoughts. Yeah, every thought that you have works to create the life that you have. And every thought is optional. You can learn how to change your thoughts. Number three, your feelings are your GPS. How you feel, what you do, and the quality of your life. Feelings are the language of life and they are magnetic. Take intentional and inspired action. And that's where we are today with pillar number four. And then number five, we'll talk about this one next week. What you see is what you've got. Or to put it another way, the be, do, have principle. Okay, today we're talking about action, doing things. I am always do, do, doing. What about you? I used to think that the more I do, the closer I would get to my goal, the faster I would get there, and the more I would make and the more success I would have, the more impact I would have, the more money I would create. And that's pretty much in line with how society tells us to be successful. How often have you heard things like, hey, you got to hustle hard to make it happen? Or winners show up early, stay late, and do what it takes to get the job done. Sure, we do have to do things, no doubt. We can't just sit around and think pretty thoughts and have life fall into our laps. But often I find that I use action, even busyness, to avoid doing the right thing or to avoid doing the most effective thing. I'm still learning just like you, but I used to equate busy with successful and even busy with virtuous. And I thought that hard work was the only way to get ahead. So in this episode, I'm gonna start to unravel that old belief for you, and then you can find a new way too. So remember the last episode, episode number 
807, where I talked about your emotions. I spoke about how we're not used to feeling our feelings and that most of us do anything to try to try and avoid feeling bad. Sometimes we stay busy or use activity to avoid feeling bad or sad or mad. But if our emotions act as a GPS, a compass, then it's only reasonable that when we're more aware of how we feel, then we'll get to be more aligned with our life too. Another way of putting it is this. When we're aware of our emotions and we're feeling our feelings, we are closer to our right and true path. I actually kind of think that thoughts, feelings, and actions form a triad. And here's why. I know that my actions will be more effective when my thoughts and feelings are aligned. Purposeful, inspired, empowered, all of those kinds of feelings and emotions. So when I'm feeling that way, then what I do is going to be more effective. I also know that if I feel kind of bummed out or if I'm disappointed or bored, it's because of how I'm thinking. And the resulting action is going to have that overtone of bored and bummed out too. Yes, how you feel affects the vibe of what you do. It only makes sense. If you're feeling open and curious, you're more likely to act as a reflection of those feelings. Similarly, if you're feeling angry and frustrated and stressed, your actions will reflect that too. So how do you know what the right thing to do or the right way to do it? And if you could see me right now, you'd see me making air quotes with my fingers around those word right, the right thing to do or the right way to do it. Well, let's talk about it a little bit more. I'm going to use this podcast episode as an example. So here's how it works for me. I know that I want to create an episode each week. I want it to be ready to go for you to listen to. I want it to be ready for my editor to do his magic with it. And I want it to be helpful, meaningful, and useful for you. I could feel obligated, or like it's just something that I have to check the box, and I can just grind it out. I could just say any old thing while I feel kind of bored. Then guess what? The content that I write and the content that I record is also going to feel kind of boring, maybe even mechanical. And when I speak it, I won't feel as engaged and I won't feel as connected to you listening. So in that scenario, what's the feeling, thought, action triad? If I'm feeling bored or obligated, I might be thinking, oh, come on, let's just get this over with. Or... I don't really know what to say, but I guess I'm going to have to do this. And then I write and record the podcast from this headspace. It comes out very bland and sort of robotic. I might say almost exactly the same words. I may exactly write the same sentences, but then for some reason, you won't learn as much. You won't pause for a moment and think, wait a minute, how could I use that in my life? Maybe you won't hit subscribe or you'll click away and go to another episode. Compare this with what happens when this engaged and motivated thought, feeling, action triad instead. 
Let me just say that again. Compare what happens when I create a podcast episode and my thoughts, feelings, and actions are aligned with feeling engaged and motivated. So I've got exactly the same scenario. I know it's time to create this week's episode. So I could choose to think thoughts like, ah, this is really helpful. I wish I had known this when I was starting out as a coach. Now I feel inspired and I feel on purpose and I enjoy the writing and recording so much more. The result is a podcast episode that is more valuable, that helps you more. And that is really my goal. Okay, so where are we right now? Well, you're discovering that as you work to attract clients, start your coaching business and become a coach, it is just as important, if not more important, to be aware of how you're feeling when you're doing all of the things to start your business and to become a coach. That action is important, but it's helpful to think of it as part of a triad, the thought-feeling-action triad. The action isn't more important than how you feel, and how you feel is a direct result of your thoughts. This is a completely different way to look at building a coaching business. Sure, you might see a step-by-step strategy, and it's true. It's helpful. But this combination of thoughts, feelings, and actions is one of the reasons why some people get better and faster results with the exact same strategy. So here's what to do, because you can learn this to do this for yourself, right? Every day, focus on the next small step. These little bits of growth and awareness, they add up fast. And before you know it, you're going to have made some big progress in your effectiveness. And you'll be getting more of the kinds of results that you actually want. Start small, little by little, and keep at it. Today, here's what I would recommend. Before you start to work on that next thing on your to-do list, do this six little mini step process. It's only going to take a couple of minutes. Six little steps, take a couple of minutes, and you're going to be way more effective. So to start out with, number one, ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? And on a piece of paper, write down one word that describes your emotion. Number two, take a slow breath. Just inhale and exhale. Now, ask yourself, what am I thinking? And jot down a few of the thoughts that come to mind on that same piece of paper. So number four, if you're feeling great, maybe you're inspired or alive or purposeful, then go for it. Get to work. But... If instead you're feeling kind of stressed, exhausted, or overwhelmed, something kind of yucky, pause and look at those things that you've written down. Just stay here for a bit. It is not worth it to force yourself to keep going if you're feeling super crappy. Ask yourself, what do I need? And answer yourself on that same piece of paper. I literally write this on one piece of paper. It helps to have this written dialogue with myself. You know, you 
are the expert in your own life. We're so used to looking outside of us to get somebody else's opinion or advice. It is a wonderful thing to start cultivating that own faith that you know what's best for you. Here are some ways of resolving any kind of unproductive feeling. First, sometimes just writing it on paper clears it up for you. You see what's there, you get clarity, and you feel so much more resolved. You just sort of settle down a little. Here are some other options just to get you started. So maybe you look at what you've written and you realize, oh, you know what? I need to reassure myself. That's what I really need. So you might say something to yourself like, you know, it's okay to be nervous. You're doing fine. You've never done this before. Or maybe you've been pushing too hard. And when you're asking yourself, what do I really need? Maybe it's that you need a little bit of support yourself. You might want to say something to yourself like, whew, it has been a long week. I think I'll take a break for just a few minutes before I go on to the next task. Maybe you've been procrastinating. And when you ask yourself, what do I need? You might realize that what you need is a bit of comfort. You might say something like, crap, I have been avoiding this. I'm really nervous. But I could take one small step and see how it goes. So those are some ways that you can respond to yourself. When you say, what do I need? If you notice that you're not feeling that great and you pause and you ask yourself, what do you need? And then you answer yourself. Sometimes you're going to find out that it's something simple. Really, nothing has grown wrong. If you're not feeling the best, it's okay. Our brain loves to think that everything is a problem and that it's normal for your brain to think something is wrong, that you're not enough or that it's never going to work out. That's just what your brain does. So you can think of these like six little mini steps, kind of like a flow chart. First, ask how I'm feeling. Answer, then breathe and relax for a minute. Next, ask yourself, what am I thinking? Now you're at a decision point. Do you feel good? Excellent. Go for it. Get working on that next thing on your to-do list. But if you're not feeling so good, pause. Encourage yourself, support yourself, comfort yourself. Ask yourself, what do I need? All of those little steps are going to take less than five minutes. And these little five minute things before you get to work on that next project, it's going to save you countless hours of drudgery and frustration and exhaustion. I want you to create a coaching business, get clients and make money while having the impact that you want to have. I don't want to see you create a business that you hate or one that you quit and it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. If you're listening here, it means that you are meant to be a coach and I want you to enjoy it and to stick with it. Even when the going is tough, I want you to succeed. And you can learn how to do this all on your own. But if you want some more help, just know that I'm here. Click on the link in the episode to find out more about how we could work together. I'm all for working on signing new clients and setting up your business, creating a website, growing your network, all of those things that you can do. 
Use this episode to help yourself be even more effective while you're taking those actions. Because yes, the action is important. Of course, we have to get out there and do stuff. But when we're thinking and feeling like a grumpy 13-year-old when we walk out the door for our our next networking event, then there's absolutely no way it's the best way to meet and attract clients. So in a nutshell, take what you've learned here. Once today, do those six mini steps. And then tomorrow, do that once again. And the next day, and the next. Remember, pause just for five minutes before you barrel ahead to tackle the next thing on your to-do list. Become aware of how you're feeling. Breathe. And if you need to, shift your thinking slightly. Then you're getting ready to work. So the next week is going to be another interesting episode. We're going to talk about the final, the fifth pillar of my Confident Coaches Success Framework. It's the be, do, have pillar, and it's fun. So guys, I so appreciate that you're here with me, following along and listening and learning. And I hope you're applying this stuff too. I'm excited to hear how it goes for you. Of course, you can do all of this on your own using the information I'm giving you in these episodes. But if you want more help, if you want to feel better and make progress faster, I'd be honored to be your coach. It really is so much easier to do this work when you work with someone else, a coach who's objective and skilled at facilitating your growth. A coach is someone who doesn't let you use your excuses as a way to cop out, kind of calls you on your BS just a little bit. And that's what I do as a coach. I help you bring yourself out of confusion and indecision, and I help you move towards your goals faster. Click on the link in this episode to find out more about how we could work together. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. Now, before I wrap this up, I wanted to tell you about a new free membership site that I have created to help you start your business and become a coach. It's called the Coaches Online Business Academy. And here's how it works. When you sign up for your free account, you're going to get immediate access to a whole bunch of resources and it's all free. I've got a quiz that helps you narrow down your niche, a pre-recorded five-day training to kickstart your coaching business, and a whole bunch of PDF guides, including 147 proven coaching niches, a checklist for what you need to do as a brand new coach, and ideas for places where you can start attracting and finding paying clients, and there's more. Each month, I'll be adding more of these free resources to this vault. You only need to sign up once and then you'll get access to all of the resources that are there and all the new ones as I add them too. It is a really great deal and I'm so pleased to be able to offer it to you. Click on the link in the show notes and sign up today. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening today please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.